Device Nation. Greetings and salutations, Device Nation. You're home for the greatest show on earth, and we know that show is medical device sales. Still, with ideas, stories, and interviews to help take you from good to great, this is Kevin Brown, your voice of Beach Vacation in times of shelter in place. I hope you're all having a great week. I hope you're having a great day. I have never been more excited to leave my house the other day to go cover a metacarpal fracture that turned into a K-wire pinning. It was marvelous. Got a chance to catch up with the surgeon, got a chance to catch up with the staff, and one nurse in particular inspired the show for today. Can't wait to get to that. You're going to want to hang around for the end of the show. We've got medical device recruiter extraordinaire Ryan Harris on the line. He's going to talk about how to get into the position, how to get into this business, how to stay in it successfully, how to transition later in your career, what that looks like, what resumes are all about, on and on. Really good stuff. Hang around for that. I want to thank everybody who participated in the Zoom call Friday. If you want to be on this week's edition, send me your email address to devicenation at protonmail.com. I will send you a link and a password. We've got to keep those Zoom bombers out. That's just absolutely crazy with what's going on. And I know you got one more WebEx to look at, right? This one's fun. Just a bunch of device reps sitting around talking about what we can do, what we're not doing, what we should be doing, all that stuff. I really enjoyed it. Stu Brandon was with me, another veteran device rep, helping me moderate it. Uh, really good stuff. Had a great medical update from Dr. Ugo Iroku on this one. I'm going to link the audio portion of that on LinkedIn. So if you missed it, you can check it out. We're going to go over this coming week about the finance aspects of what's going on. Money, 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 money. That's a big deal, right? Especially when you're a 1099 on straight commission. These are challenging times. So we might have some answers for you on that. So check that out. Zoom call this coming Friday. Get me your info and I will get you on. So I'm sitting in the lounge waiting for the case to start. And one of the nurses that works at this particular hospital said, you know, this whole crisis has really exposed people as to who they were before it all broke out just in greater relief. Now, number one, that was profound. I wrote that down. I said, you know, that is so true. Sometimes to find out the quality of the juice in an orange, you just got to give it a squeeze. I love this line from a South African applied psychology article. Don't even ask. In mental health terms, the word crisis refers not to a traumatic situation or event itself, but rather to a person's reaction to it. This is really bringing out the best in people, but it's also exposing people that didn't have their why tied down very well before it all broke out, right? I had a manager with another company at another state talk to me the other day about how some of the reps, the way they are responding to the current situation, he was going to seriously reconsider their role in the company afterwards. And then there was other reps that had really rose to the occasion, and he was going to reconsider ways to elevate them afterwards, you know? So who do you want to be? Obviously, we want to be the latter. So what she said was very true. Crisis brings things out and it brings things out that were there all along, but it just puts them in bold relief. But then it got better. She said, you know, it's really showing who the transactional leaders 
versus the transformational leaders are. And I thought, wow, I got to write that down too. That's profound. I never heard this kind of business speak coming from a nurse. So I was all ears. So let's look at what a leader is just super, super quick. I used to think, and my ego side used to think, hey, I want to be a leader because then I can just tell everybody else what to do, right? Well, that is technically a leader maybe, but it's a bad leader. And that is not the leader you want to be. A good leader actually has a posture of humility and being a servant. Well, that's a word you hear a lot, right? A servant where you see yourself below the people that are quote-unquote under you, and your job is to help facilitate their success, no matter what that looks like, to get the best out of them, maybe more out of them than they ever could have created on their own. That's what a good leader is, no matter what the scenario, whether you're a leader at work, a leader at home, a leader in group settings, that's what it is. It's not you sitting up on your lofty perch, casting down edicts on the great unwashed masses. Not it. So that's what a leader is. A leader is below. So what is a transactional leader? A transactional leader is what we've been talking about for quite a while on Device Nation. That is when you enter in a relationship to get something out of it. And we know that is not the way you do it. That's a bad relationship, and that's bad leadership. If you are a leader that is strictly doing what you do because of what you can benefit from it, that's transactional leadership. Bad, bad. That's double bad. Transformational leadership is the people that are in this current crisis looking for opportunities to serve the people, again, quote-unquote, under them better and to find new avenues, new ways of doing business that can help everybody. I had a pacemaker rep talk to me the other day that they were looking at different ways of connecting with their customers. I think a lot of this stuff is going to carry on even after all this stuff is over. But one of the things he brought up was a newsletter that was just bringing information to his surgeons on every front. And I thought that is a really good idea. They can throw it away. They can do whatever they want with it. They can look at it on their time. Uh, But I thought that's a great way to connect with our customers just Put together information that you think might be relevant to them, not a big sales pitch at all. We're not talking about that because that will get you nowhere. Sending them a newsletter about how your latest shiny product. Make it about things that actually relate to them in the general sense. So that was just an idea. That is an example of transformational leadership. Looking at how can I connect with my customer at a whole nother level and being very creative about it. And again, the focus being helping people, helping, helping, helping. I want to tie in one last element of this, and then we're going to wrap it all up. Dr. Ugo Iroko had some parting comments at the end of the show Friday directed at medical device reps. So let's listen to that for just a second. Any parting advice? Uh, you got a lot of people that have been sitting at home wondering what's going to happen and uh, dealing with some downtime and uh, you know, just a lot of the, some of the same issues that you're walking through. I just wondered if you had any, any advice before you, uh, before you take off. Yeah. Well, you know, I just think the fact that, you know, this is obviously, you know, a big group of, of leaders, um, who are listening in. And so I think, you know, uh, when something like this happens, you can either kind of get just stuck like, like a deer in the headlights, or you can, you know, act, you can do. And, 
Uh, it doesn't mean you have to do anything um, heroic or putting yourself at risk, but I think just our communities are in need of leadership right now. And so whatever you can do to be that voice of reason, that voice of kind of um, leadership would help. Uh, your doctors who you've been working with for the past few years and decades um, are, in, in some cases, they're overwhelmed. In some cases, they're kind of just laying low. But in, in whatever it is, whether it's economic or just the strain of dealing with a lot of sick patients, you know, if you can be a resource in this period of time, it, it's going to be appreciated, uh, you know, reaching out and say, hey, how can I help, you know, or, or you know, if, if you like have information about, let's say, bills like the PPP, the, the Paycheck Protection Program, you know, passing that on to your doctors, things like that, just making sure that, you know, the best practices that you have, um, you're able to see because of your breadth of exposure to different providers and different health systems, you're making sure all your guys are, are up on the, the, the most uh, recent things that are being thought about and done. Uh, that kind of leadership, that kind of influence, that kind of relationship is needed in this period of time. And I, I think that would serve um, serve uh, the community as well. That was sage advice from Dr. Iroku. You have to admit, good, good stuff. You are all influential leaders in your community. I know that. I've seen your LinkedIn profiles. I'm speaking to the best of the best. Let's look for opportunities over the next week to be that good leader, to subordinate ourselves to those around us and, quote, unquote, under us. And let's bring the best out of everybody around us. I don't have to spoon feed you all this stuff. Uh, you're creative types. I know that. And I know you're going to know what to do. Doing these things is going to put those bullet points on your resume because you're always building your resume one way or the other. And crisis brings out opportunities to put things on there. Transformational, not transactional. Because you never know with all the shaking going on, you might need that resume one day. You really don't know. Opportunities come out of nowhere in this world. And if that ever happens to you, I know a guy. Ryan Harris with Harris Medical Consultants, recruiter for the medical device industry. Welcome to the show, Ryan. Thank you, Kevin. How are you? I'm doing great, sir, in spite of it all. I, I agree. We're in unprecedented times right now, but uh, we'll, we'll get through it. Just the challenge we have to overcome. I've always wanted to interview a recruiter because I have so many questions. Uh, tell me, how'd you get into this business? I got into this business about 21 years ago. Um, after I, uh, was in the insurance industry and, uh, our company was bought out. Um, we were all, uh, let go when the other company brought in their own, uh, their own reps. And, uh, at that point, uh, I decided to take a different career path and, uh, a very good friend of mine <clears throat> told me about, uh, you know, career placements. Um, and there was a local firm here in Jacksonville. So I went and, uh, had an opportunity to talk with them. I thought it was great. Um, I could change, you know, people's careers, change their lives, uh, for the better. Um, it was a knack that just took off. Have you been doing it strictly in medical device the whole time? Medical device, pharmaceutical and biotech. Yes, sir. How did you find our little corner of the world? Well, I found that corner where I was uh, focused more in the device world, 
Um, orthopedic spine, sports medicine. I'm a huge sports uh, enthusiast, and I just thought, man, this is great. <laughs> I get to impact people's lives and love what I do, and took off from it there and started building throughout different parts of the industry um, where it was exciting. It was growing, um, especially with the baby boomer era uh, that was going on within that period of time. Um, we did a lot of expansions and uh, grew companies and, uh, and candidates' careers throughout the process. Are there professional designations in the recruiting world, or can basically anybody hang up a shingle and say, I'm a recruiter, and, and there you go? Uh, you can. Uh, I wouldn't say it's a turnkey business. Um, <clears throat> this job is uh, probably very challenging, um, building relationships, um, the trust uh, that companies have, candidates that are, are, are trusted in you to help them out and find the right career. Um, I've never treated a, a candidate like another number, treated him uh, as somebody looking out for me and my career. And that's what I've done from day one. How much of what you do is people coming to you or businesses uh, engaging you uh, personally? Well, after, after being in the industry for, for so many years, um, I do a lot of network and I go to all the, uh, you know, the medical device shows, uh, throughout the country. So I do a lot of traveling in that aspect. So <clears throat> my name's pretty much out there, um, where they have some place to go to get advice, um, to get what their career path is. I mean, my, my first question is, Hey, wh why are you looking at, what are you looking for? And how can I, what can I do best to help you to advance your career? Um, some may say, I don't know. Um, and that where we can get into a further discussion down the line um, is figuring out what's going to get them out of bed every day. It's interesting you said, why are you looking? I've had reps tell me that before that were looking at potential hires. And they asked them that question because it's an important one. Uh, what do you think a good answer to that is versus a bad answer? I don't think there's a bad answer. I think, um, you know, building that relationship with that candidate will really give you a great idea of what inspires them. What are they looking for? This is a life-changing decision for their career and their family. Um, you know, if I force a candidate to go, Oh, this is the greatest job in the world. You got to do it. And they're not into it. Well, that's on me. I'm not going to look in the mirror just to make a, a placement with a client and affect a candidate's life. He's got a family to go home to. He's got a career to look after. That's my first job is to look after his career. And, you know, at, at the end of the day, he's making the right decision for his career. He's making the ultimate decision for his family. Let's say I gave you a classroom full of people that were looking to get into medical device and you're standing at the front of that class. What are a couple key things that you want to get across to them? Well, number one, um, I would definitely let them know to research the market. 
and find out exactly <clears throat> what your passion is. Um, if you're going to enter in any market, whether it's medical device, pharmaceuticals, um, with, you know, previous sales experience, what is, what is your passion? What are you looking to do? Um, and you know, at that point, that's where I would direct them to really focus, educate themselves both on call points, clinical matter, data, company histories, and really narrow down the market. Um, almost like they say, hey, when you get into this, put your blinders on and move straight ahead. If you're going right to left, to center, to right to left, you're really not indicating what your passion is. And medical device uh, reps and executives with companies that are extremely successful, they know that path and that's why they're successful because they strive at it. They live it every day. It motivates them to get up and, and make a difference in the industry. And that's with any industry. How much of medical device is people networking with each other to get that job versus seeing a LinkedIn job posting or a, a posting on the website. Uh, how much of it is really knowing somebody? I think it's, I, I think it's a huge um, aspect of the business um, because I don't just in, you know, if I, I encourage reps to call me if they're interviewing, Hey Ryan, um, I'm interviewing with this company, whether it has anything to do with me or my search firm. Hey, can you give me some advice? Have you, have you seen anyone looking? Have you seen anything good, bad, or ugly? Um, and if I do know something, then I'll, I'll divulge that information. Um, but I, I encourage them to call me whether I'm involved in the process or not. So I think networking is huge when it comes to finding out information. You got to understand, I mean, us as recruiters, the first question we're asking is, why are you looking and what are you looking for? Well, you start seeing, you know, a trend with a company and why they're looking, you start figuring that, that information out. So if somebody were to call me and go, Hey, a certain company has a lot of openings. Well, yeah, this is the reason why they have openings. Um, this is the information that I've, I've heard in the industry of why people are looking for that certain company. So am I steering them away from that, uh, individual company? No, I don't have all the corporate answers, but there's a reason why they're, why they're leaving. At least I have to, at least give them that type of advice. And they, and I encourage them to do their own due diligence, but I'm just letting you know what I see in the industry and that's industry knowledge. Well, let's insert uh, a commercial opportunity there for you, Ryan. Uh, how do they call you and how do they connect with you online? They can call me directly at 904-631-9349. They can also, uh, find me on LinkedIn. I also have a company page, Harris Medical Consultants. 
com, which is my website and my LinkedIn page. Um, so I have an individual page, company page, and company website. There's resources on there to connect with me, whether you email me, call me for career advice, um, restructuring, um, taking the next step in your career, or, or advancing your career. I'm, I'm here to network. I'm here uh, for the industry. I have been for 21 years. You have quite a network there, sir. 30,000 people you're connected with on LinkedIn. I think uh, I just want to hang up my sign and go home. Yeah, I was on uh, LinkedIn about uh, three years before it really uh, resonated with the uh, medical device, pharmaceutical, or biotech company. Um, I have very close friends over there from the beginning of when the company was founded. So very well involved in LinkedIn and, uh, and what they have to do, it's a great resource. Um, but you can connect with me anytime. Just go to Ryan Harris. My LinkedIn page is right there. I'm based out of Jacksonville, Florida. Or you can go to harrismedicalconsultants.com. How important is the resume? The resume is very important. I'll, I'll give you and your listeners a few pointers that I've seen lately come across probably within the last 12 months. I would encourage anyone that's putting a resume together, whether you're doing it with a resume writer or you're doing it with another firm that specializes in resume writing, is make sure your address, your location is stated on your resume. We all know phone numbers, people keep phone numbers, they relocate, but make sure your address is on there. Make sure your location is on there because if not, some recruiters will, will pass you up based on the area code, knowing that that's not um, the area code they're searching in. So we do a lot of search by area code and zip code. So that's very important. Number two, make sure you put the dates of your start date, end date for each job, and bullet point your accomplishments. Never undersell what you've accomplished in the industry. Everyone that I've known in this 21 years that I've been doing this, keep it to one page, one and a half page. Listen, if you are that successful and you've got that many accomplishments, don't be afraid to make it two pages or three pages. Don't undersell yourself. Companies want to see success. Medical device, or the medical sales, we'll put it that way, encompasses a lot of real estate. Where do you see the most excitement going on, the most buzz in terms of innovation and movement? Uh, what, what corner of the room in medical sales right now has you the most excited? I think the most excited it has me un with being in these unprecedented times um, is where I focus on um, is a lot in the, uh, the vascular um, COPD emphysema market um, sports related uh, industry, whether it has to do with orthopedics, sports medicine, spine, um, we're all out there at a certain age and we want to be healthier. We want to move, um, and get in the gym 
and sometimes you have sports-related injuries. So, um, and I went back to the baby boomer thing, uh, information earlier, is, you know, take care of yourself, but you're going to have those types of, of, of injuries across the board. So it's very exciting to be there, and I want to uh, focus back is it's what the candidate is looking for is a passion. Um, and what they want to do is how industries change with the talent that they hire on sales forces. If you're doing it to do it, it's probably not going to work in the companies. You're going to find that out. Do it because you love to do it and you're passionate about doing it. And you'll make a huge impact across the, the, the whole industry. I heard nearly 30 years ago, find a job you love and you never work another day the rest of your life. And that is so Exactly. So I, haven't worked in 20, I haven't worked in 21 years. So we've talked about people trying to elbow their way into this room uh, from, from square one. What advice would you have for reps that have been doing it a while, they've been successful, uh, maybe they're just not happy. Maybe there's been some territory changes. I, I could think of a million different things, but they're they're looking to transition later on in their career. What would uh, what would you say to them? My advice would be to um, every company, depending on what part of the industry you're in, um, they may go through restructuring. They may go through downsizing, depending on what the industry is dictating to them. Um, so that's where I really get involved with the candidate when I'm, when I'm networking and, and really getting to know that candidate, um, and what their interests are. And I encourage all the candidates that are looking for career changes, advancements, um, to let me know, Ryan, this is, you know, these are five companies I'm, I'm looking at that I'm highly interested in that, uh, you know, discipline of medicine. Can you help me out? Yes, please call me. Because what I'll do is I'll go to those executives and I'll make the introduction um, and present you as a candidate confidentially until we have uh, some interest there. And then I'll present, uh, to the company, your direct information. Once I have that agreement with you that I can do that. I never send a resume to a client without, uh, uh, talking with the candidate and letting them know exactly who their information is going to. Do you have any, uh, do you have any thoughts on the current climate? Uh, it's kind of crazy for you, I'm sure. That's very unprecedented right now. I don't, I don't think anyone in the world has ever experienced this, which we, we all know they haven't. All I would say is I encourage everyone to stay positive. We'll get past this storm. And when we come out, the sky's going to be shining bright. The industry's going to be taking off like never before. And we're going to get our country back and, uh, and beat this enemy. Any positive words of encouragement, Ryan? I mean, you kind of did right there. Any, any positive words of encouragement as we, uh, we close up shop? Pray. 
I would I would end it right there. Pray. What 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 else you gonna do? Pray for everybody. You know when I'm sitting here when I when I'm sitting here looking at the news, <clears throat> there's 2,800 people dead in the U.S. over a three week period. That's disturbing to me. There's so much of this life, Ryan, as I've gotten older and older, that I have absolutely no control over. And this one takes it up a whole nother notch, doesn't it? It's the next level. But if we stay positive, we pray and focus, I think we should come out right on top, man. Um, you know, like I said, once the storm's open, or once the storm's, uh, the storm's over, the sun's going to be shining bright on every industry. I'm just looking forward to this one because <laughs> I've focused on it for 21 years. Ryan Harris, I don't care what people call you. Just call you, right? Just call me, 904-631-9349. Thank you, sir. I really appreciate your time on this show today, and I know my audience is going to really uh, – get a lot out of that thank you again hey thank you kevin god bless i've often contended that tenure is the highest hand at the poker table called medical device but i also am aware that you know things happen territories change opportunities present themselves and who you're going to call you're going to call ryan harris so let's tie things up here juice inspection we need to always be thinking about as we're all getting squeezed what are we producing is it positive? Is it good stuff? Is it building a resume? Or is it contributing absolutely nothing? How's your Netflix resume? Mine's actually pretty strong right now. I just got through with the series uh, Alaska PD, and it inspired me. I am interviewing in an upcoming segment a rep who works in Alaska. So those of you that are complaining, I don't want to hear it. Getting out there and 40 below, moving instruments and implants around. I think you're going to love hearing from this guy just to tell you that, well, it could be worse. So leaders, leaders, you are all leaders. Let's look for opportunities this week in our territory, in our homes, in our communities to be a good leader, putting other people forward, putting other people above us, and looking for ways to bring the best out of every person we run into in every interaction. I hope you all have a great week. Be strong, be smart, be positive, and most importantly, be safe. Device Nation.